Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational Welcome back, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twin Podcast. Or, for the next five weeks, we are the Pixie Dust Twins Meets World! (laughs) Sponsored by Limitless Broadcasting. I love it. Don't forget to go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. So, if you didn't figure it out, what today's topic, well, what the topic is for five weeks. (laughs) From the title, it is Boy Meets World with slash Girl Meets World, but it's at the very end. So it's mostly Boy Meets World. It's like one episode. That's probably going to be like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's mostly Boy Meets World. (laughs) Honestly. Because that's what we grew up with. Yeah. And Girl Meets World is more going to be comparing why it's not as good as Boy Meets World. Like, that's... I'm going to be honest. That's what's going to end up happening. I mean, am I wrong? No. Again, we were just discussing this before we turned this on, how I've literally seen Girl Meets World once, and when I was watching it, I was like, where's Sean? That's who I really tuned in to see, because I heard he was on this, and it was, how many episodes did you say into the season? It, it took, it was the 16th episode when he comes back in. I did not know. I should have just looked, but I just kept waiting for him to pop up. Yeah, and he's only in, like, I think a collective six or seven episodes altogether mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'd have to like go through my head but anyways we're not talking about Girl Meets World today we are starting at the beginning of Boy Meets World season one and two which came out in the early 90s I believe 93 I did not write that down I looked at it beforehand I used to know this off the top of my head I believe it's 90 1993 is when it came out which we were actually pretty young. We were not at middle school age yet, mm-hmm. but 
this show was around for so much that even by the time we got to middle school or preteen age, they were still showing it. And so we really did kind of grow up with this show Yeah. as we, as we went through our adolescent stages. So just to kind of tell you what to, this week's episode is going to be like, because I feel like each week's going to be a little bit different just mm-hmm. because depending on the seasons and, and what's going on in them. So today we are going to talk about why we think this show is important because we both think that there is an importance to the show and why it's so important for not just our generation, but for other generations mm-hmm. that need to watch it. We're going to break down some of the characters because honestly, the first season characters, first, second season characters, they do this weird shift after season two. Yeah. So we're going to talk about them for season mm-hmm. one and two, and then we'll talk about the shift when it goes to three and four. And then what else are we talking about? There's a lot of topics and then mm-hmm. some of our favorite episodes yeah. from these seasons. So it's, it's going to be a jam-packed se- episode. This might take yes. a while. So strap in because <laughs> we're going to, we have a lot. And I was going to say, I like the way Ashley organized this. Let's just put that out there. First of all, I like the way you organized it too, but I feel like really when you look at Boy Meets World as a whole, the way the seasons go, it's almost like it's the same characters, the same show, but it's almost like separate shows if you look at it. Because you got like, see, like we were just saying, season one and two where they're really little, little kids, you know, adorable little things. Mm-hmm. And then as they start to grow up, it's almost like the seasons are in bunches with the things they're tackling, the the way that they're reacting to things. So I was really excited too, the way we ended up breaking it up too, because when I was kind of rewatching it and thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense because they're all like their own separate little entities when you really look at it. So they are, yeah, they really truly are. And I, I mean, let's just start off with the importance of this show. Mm -hmm. So I, the reason I love this show so much still to this day is, and the reason why I love the nineties shows so much to this day is because they actually show real life yes like seriously if you've turned on disney channel in the past decade their clothes the storylines everything mm-hmm. is over exaggerated on fashion and under under exaggerated on the actual issues that kids are facing mm-hmm. so the importance of boy meets world is the fact that this show actually covers so many different topics mm-hmm. from small ones to like life-changing crazy i mean i'm warning for my parents it gets into drug sex and alcohol pretty much and mm-hmm. it does it within the first season actually one of the one of the one of the episode no one episode in season one and one episode in season two like it actually goes into that and it and i think that's why and i'm i don't i don't mean to speak for sammy but i think she agrees with me on this i think that's why this show was so important to us because it helped us process a lot of stuff as we were growing up mm-hmm. and seeing ways that it could, seeing ways we could react to it, seeing ways that our parents could react to it. Cause I really truly believe the parents, Amy and Alan, Alan, thank you. It's like, I was just watching the show. Why am I blinking? <laughs> I really think Amy and Alan were a beautiful representation of mm-hmm. actual parenting because they weren't perfect. Nope. They made mistakes. Mm-hmm. They loved their kids. They trusted their kids. And then you also saw them yelling at their kids. Like you saw all the different things. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like they were real true parents. Yes. So this show is just, I, I really think at this point we're underrating this show and it needs to be brought up more 
Mm-hmm. And we need to go back to some of this format because mm-hmm. away from Disney Channel and some of the other channels, they deal with some of these issues, but it's more fantastical, like Pretty Little Liars. And mm-hmm. yeah. And do you know they're doing a reboot on that? I just saw that. But anyway, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. And some of these other shows, they take it and they over exaggerate it to mm-hmm. things that's not realistic whatsoever. Gossip Girl and, and that sort of stuff. So Boy Meets World is like this great thing, like right in the middle. And it's not the only one. There's like Growing Pains and some other ones, but mm-hmm. they're not Disney. So we can't talk yeah. about them. What else did I put? I kind of went off topic of what I put in my little notes. It's great that we kind of grew up with it. So it mirrors our lives in a way. I already kind of said that. Mm-hmm. Not only do we get some great characters and there's some amazing characters, but we also get some amazing life lessons from, mm-hmm. you guessed it, Mr. Feeney, the Feeny. infamous Mr. Feeney, who I still wish this day could be my teacher. Oh my gosh. And they got him every year from Literally. kindergarten until the end. Every year. That's hilarious. Oh goodness. Ugh. Sorry, I ranted. Go, no, it's okay. Me, what, do you find the show important? What's yeah, I mean, you essentially said everything that I feel about it. And I mm-hmm. kind of wrote that down too. I like that most of the episodes have life lessons. I do feel like there are some years that are later, which, you know, obviously we're not getting into specifically today, but I do feel like some of the lessons were a little lost as they got older. Some episodes just felt more like just silly and they didn't have the same impact. Mm -hmm. So the younger episodes that we'll be doing this week and next week are, are really great because they really are the ones that focus in on some of those hard topics that you were mentioning, Mm -hmm. which you can ignore it all you want, but they're still a thing. Kids are still going to drink. They're going to have sex. They're going to get offered drugs no matter what you do. So it's important to, to discuss it. So yeah, I, I agree with all of your points. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm glad we're on the same page on that. So let's talk about the characters. Oh my goodness. Such an array. I, I chose, I tried to choose the, I mean, I did the mains. Yes. And then I picked, I think the two important ones from season two. So let's just start off with our main person, our boy who meets the world, Mr. (laughs) Corey Matthews. Mm -hmm. I love sixth and seventh grade Corey. Mm -hmm. Like, he's amazing. I mean, he's like any other middle schooler. He's self-conscious. He's really not that cool. No, and they've emphasized that. Yes. (laughs) Yep. They emphasize that. He loves sports. He's Mm -hmm. sarcastic. I think some of these ones you put... Did you put selfish? And good yes, heart? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sammy put he's selfish at times, which is true. Mm-hmm. And he generally has a good heart. He, he's this amazing character that I think that girls and boys can relate to in yeah. some of the stuff that he is, he is going through. Mm-hmm. What makes me so sad about this character is the first two seasons or the first, yeah, season one, season two, he's fantastic. And then season three, he gets weird. Yeah, Corey has a very awkward phase that he does not grow out of. No, because he's still that phase when it gets to Girl Meets World. (laughs) Yes, exactly. He hits it, and then he's just there for life. It's like, where did we go from, like, sarcastic, fun, Mm -hmm. actually breaking the rule, Corey? Like, here's Mm -hmm. the thing. Some people equate breaking the rules and everything to Sean, which Sean does. And I know, Sammy, I saw you had one of your your favorite episodes wasn't the same as mine, and it's Mm -hmm. about Sean and his... Mm-hmm. antics yes. but 
we kind of forget that Corey was just as much of a rule breaker and didn't need Sean's mm-hmm. influence because he was already that way to not do his work and do all the things. So mm-hmm. I, he's just, I, I love Corey. He's, he's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Do you want to talk about Sean? Cause he's, I know your favorite. Oh boy. <laughs> Sean Hunter. Where to begin? <laughs> like you said, in the dynamic of Corey and Sean, Sean is the cool one. He is the rebel, right? So mm-hmm. that's something that what I really like about Sean, if we're looking at the whole show, is he changes. But I think out of all of the characters, his change is my favorite one. And I think that's why I like him so much, because he's still the same core character all through the show, but the way he grows up is very fitting for him and I think is a great way to show how he kind of goes from thinking he's not going to amount to anything in this world and thanks a lot to Mr. Feeney and Corey and Topanga, mm-hmm. he finds out that he can become more than what he thinks he's basically stuck in for life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big part of why I like Sean. But young Sean has the hair, you know, he's always getting the girls with. 30, 30 foot range. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you know the actor hated that haircut? I was reading some like fun little trivia. Yeah. I was like this poor kid. He said he showed up that way on his audition with his hair like Mm -hmm. that because some girls at a sleepover had told him he should do his hair that way. And then Mm -hmm. he was stuck with it and he hated it because they had to flat iron it. Apparently his hair naturally is a little more curly. So they (gasps) flat ironed it. I did not know that either. And I was like, no wonder this kid hated that hairstyle. He got to finally cut it later. Yes, which I think he looked very good with the shorter hair, personally. So, yes, I'm not going to complain about that. Not much with the long flip yeah. hair. I nice. like, I, honestly, I like Corey's hair better than Sean's, like, original, like, flip hair. Yeah, I, when I was younger, that was the style, right, for us when we were younger. So, mm-hmm. probably that age, I was like, oh, my gosh, his hair, Sean is so, <laughs> you know, so cute. But, yeah, as a grown-up, I'm just like, oh, that looks so obnoxious to deal with. Yeah, rewatching him. So, as Ashley pointed out in our notes, he randomly had his sister named Stacy for like one episode, like three or four actually. She Whatever it was, couple. yeah. But what I read was the showrunners ultimately decided that Sean did not need a sister, and so away she went, and she was never brought up again. <laughs> Sean's history, though, if we're getting into this. It is so interesting to me. It's so confusing because there's an episode and I can't remember which season specifically it is right now off the top of my head, but where he has another, he's like a half brother or stepbrother or something floating around in the trailer park that's going to beat up Corey with the camera. Remember that? So he's a brother, the mystery sister that disappears. And then we have Jack who pops up Yeah, and yes, his, his family tree is very strange. Well, and his mother, who he thinks is his mother, is not really is not actually his mother. I mean, we'll get to that in a different in a it's different a lot. week, but it's just so much. It's a lot to keep track of. So he he's a weird he's, tree. Yeah, very interesting backgrounds. And then, yeah, like I had said, that he was my favorite character to watch growing up. So I'm really excited. The more we get into the later seasons, I'm gonna be really excited to keep talking about about Sean and his changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, tell us. Tell us what you think about him. Of Sean? hmm I agree with you. I love Sean. I don't remember having a crush on Sean mm-hmm. when I was younger. I think I had crushes on other TV people. Mm-hmm. 
I, I know I definitely had a crush on Jack when he came on. Oh boy. Yeah, he, uh, the Lawrence, Lawrence brothers. brothers. The Lawrence brothers. <laughs> yes, that will definitely be a conversation when we hit that season. <laughs> but I mean, now I look at Sean, I'm like, oh yeah, you are, you are quite an attractive man. Mm-hmm. But no, he is a great character. I think he's a perfect, perfect pair up with Corey. They're there for each other. Mm-hmm. He really needs Corey to kind of keep him grounded. I mean, we just yeah. talked about his family tree and it's just so crazy. And there's an episode in season three. I think we talk about it next or maybe it's two. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the list mm-hmm. where his, his random half brother that we only see once mm-hmm. tries to get him back into that lifestyle and he almost gets back into the lifestyle with Frankie and uh, mm-hmm. uh what's his face and Carly he just he needs that grounding person and and Corey is that for him which I I just absolutely love I think that's yeah. a beautiful friendship there and really it is timeless like mm-hmm. they are best friends forever in Girl mm-hmm. Meets World Topanga calls Sean Mr. Corey like yes mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey says isn't this fantastic my favorite person in the world and my wife and <laughs> Topanga's like my whole life this is yes. my whole life it never and ends it, it never ends mm-hmm. so yeah it just their friendship is beautiful I like to think of it as you and I we we weren't bad like that <laughs> we didn't know each other <laughs> since we were three but it's a timeless mm-hmm. friendship that will never end I and agree. And I, I, I equate us to that. Yes, I agree with that part. Yes. Not the blowing up mailboxes and no. doing homework part. <laughs> no, we actually did our homework. We yes. were the good children. Yeah, more of a Topanga <laughs> in that level. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not Topanga's best friend, though. We'll get to her. And she's... Ugh. I love, remember her best Yeah, friend? I have some thoughts on her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, not really because of the character. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Feeny! <laughs> Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I had this horrible fear throughout the whole pandemic that we were going to lose William Daniels. Mm-hmm. William Daniels plays Feeney, if you don't know. Yeah. Like, that was my fear because he is older. He's like in his late 80s. Yeah. Early late 80s. I'm like, I can't. I will, I will lose it mm-hmm. when we lose Feeney. I will mm-hmm. cry because yes. he is hands down, not best TV teacher mm-hmm. ever. Yes, I agree. Ever. I agree. Mm-hmm. He beats out everyone. I don't care mm-hmm. what show you're watching. He is the best TV teacher ever. 100%. Yes. Just, and I would, I would have loved to have, you know, who he kind of reminds me, like they weren't exactly the same, but I equate him to Mrs. McAfee from oh, Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of, their, their, their demeanor, how they dealt with us. Mm-hmm. Kind of I can similar. see that. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I think the rest of these notes are yours. So I'll let you say them. I think I just put best TV. I think you did too. Forever. But just how he, how he talks to the kids. Like he, mm-hmm. a lot of teachers and including myself, when I tried to become a teacher, they try to be like the kids or try to really, what's the word I'm looking for? Relate to the kids. But really, you don't have to do that to be a great teacher. Feeney mm-hmm. is strict. He grew up during World War II and the De- Great Depression. Like, mm-hmm. he he is the strict teacher that you think of, uh, like, in the 50s. He's still mm-hmm. around. He's still there. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like that kind of teacher you would think everyone would hate. But really, in the end, he's the teacher that you 
want to thank at the end of the day because mm-hmm. he did believe in you and he pushed you to those limits. He's not pushing you because he doesn't like you. He pushes you because he believes in you. Yes. And, and he does that not just for Corey and Sean, but he does it for every single one of his students, even right. Minkus. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about Minkus yet. <laughs> I think there's an episode about Minkus that I'm going to talk about where he like screws up or mm-hmm. messes up an answer and it's so funny. But mm-hmm. anyways. I don't know. There's just, it, it's hard to describe my like feelings for Feeney. I just mm-hmm. love him so much. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. He's, he's stern with the kids when he needs to be, because he wants them, like you said, to be better and to grow up the right way. But at his core, he is one of the kindest characters and he cares so much about every single person he comes in contact with. No matter if you see it or not at first, he cares about every one of them. And I think that's the best, best part about Feeney. And when I was looking at behind the scenes stuff, so I was just interested in the show. Apparently when the actor was sent the script, he specifically said that he was not going to play Feeney unless he was given respect on the show because he wanted to make sure that the teacher's Every teacher out there was given respect via this show that they deserve. And I thought that was really interesting. And I th- mm-hmm. I think that's what they did. I mean, mm-hmm. throughout the entire series, there was not a moment where when he was on screen, I was feeling like upset with him, you know, even especially looking back on it as a grown up. Some of the times, you know, when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, why is Mr. Feeney being so mean to him? But as an adult, you're just like. Yeah. Yep. Good job, Mr. Feeney. A hundred percent. Great life lesson right there. Yeah. I remember reading that behind the scenes too, like a while ago on mm-hmm. Pinterest or something. And yeah, it's totally right because a lot of shows make fun of teachers mm-hmm. or the kids make fun of them and they don't have anybody to stand up for them. And there are a couple episodes, one in particular that I'm thinking of that it's when they're in high, like later high, like actual high school age where they're mad at Feeney because they won't let him retake a test or something of that nature. And mm-hmm. the kids are going to go and destroy the school. Yes. And Corey and Sean and Topanga are there to stand up for Feeney because mm-hmm. they respect him and show that. And just, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he just, I think sometimes I wonder if that's why I wanted to be a teacher was Feeney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. He's can, a great I influence. I see that too. Mm-hmm. Topanga. Hmm. Where to start with middle school Topanga? <laughs> oh boy, she she's the special one, that middle school Topanga. Yes. Oh my gosh, like rewatching season 1, I'm like, "Oh, that's right. Topanga was interesting. A little weird. Very hippie? Mm-hmm. Very progressive. Mm-hmm. I love this scene in one of the episodes where Corey asks, he's like, you're going to be one of those girls who doesn't shave their legs, aren't you? Mm -hmm. She's like, I haven't decided yet. Like, yep. Very Topanga. Mm -hmm. Very, yeah. And just when Corey takes over the classroom for a week, he says, Lawrence, Topanga, like doing attendance. And she's like, I am no longer Topanga. I am Oaga. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, she communes with everything. She comes in dressed as a goddess. Mm-hmm. One episode, they're supposed to do their 20 pre-union, 20 year pre-union, and she comes in, oh my gosh, dressed in, in like a goddess yoga thing, mm-hmm. and her, like, she's president, and she has taken all the males and put them under, underground, and they're only good for breeding. Mm-hmm. 
She yeah. just, she was that, she was just so weird and interesting. I, mm-hmm. I loved her. And then season two starts and they took that away from her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I definitely think she was more interesting when she was younger. It's not to say I totally like, I don't dislike Topanga, but yeah. when you go back and you start from the beginning, you're just like, oh, wow. She, it almost feels like she had a little bit more personality when she was younger and they do address this in a later season of Boy Meets World when Corey's kind of just like I miss the way you used to be mm-hmm. but yeah even though she was weird I liked that she was weird and she didn't care what anybody else thought and and that yeah. does change over time with Topanga but it kind of makes sense too because you start to feel as you get to be a teenager, you feel more self-conscious. You start to to notice things about other people and, and mm-hmm. maybe that was part of it for her too. Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I totally agree. Older Topanga is not as much fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, next on our list, ha, Mr. Minkus. Yeah. Oh, Minkus, Minkus, Minkus. We only see him for one season and then like one minute in the very last season or not last season but last high school when they graduate from Mm -hmm. high school we see him for like one minute Mm -hmm. but he is the classic little skinny small geek nerd with the glasses and the the bowl cut hair and Mm -hmm. he knows all the answers and he's smart and he's but he's in love with Topanga yes absolutely infatuated in love with Topanga Mm -hmm. and thankfully like they keep that sort of when they bring him back in girl meets world later on mm-hmm. but yeah he's just he's a great rival for Corey and hunter which or why do i keep calling i kept calling him hunter instead of sean <laughs> he's a great rival for Corey and sean because i think what's fun is usually when they portray nerds or geek or geeks they they back down they get they kind of they 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 cower they don't really fight back they don't mm-hmm. go and and make us fight back like there's so many scenes Mm -mm. in the classroom where Sean says something and Minkus says something mean back and they just go back and forth and half the time Minkus wins Mm -hmm. those conversations with with Sean and it's just it's I love I wish I wish that they would have kept them longer yeah I think Minkus would have been interesting to watch growing up with them Mm -hmm. even if he wasn't necessarily part of the core group all the time but just to have Mm -hmm. him around I think would have been interesting to see but Mm -hmm unfortunately he did not make the cut after the first season where did you find this note about we didn't they didn't want another urkel i don't even remember but i saw it in like two or three different places so it basically was urkel is like the king kind of nerdy geek around that time frame and mm -hmm, so when the producers saw him becoming popular on tv i guess they kind of thought minkus was too similar to him which in my mind Okay, yeah, they're both kind of nerdy, but it's it was different. So yeah. I feel like they could have just made it work. But that was the reasoning originally why Minkus was removed. Well, and Urkel was a weird, a weird nerd. Like he walked exactly. different. He dressed Minkus was just he wasn't he was a he was smart. He was intelligent. Literally a genius. That's that's all it was. Yeah. So I don't agree with them on that. They yeah. should have kept him around. I think he could have stuck around too. Yeah, which I think what they did, I think what I like about Girl Meets World is they changed that. So they actually added in 
a genius character and mm-hmm. he was a part of the core group and stayed through the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think, think that was better. They redeemed themselves because mm-hmm. it's the same writers mm-hmm. who did Boy and Girl. Mm-hmm. World. So yeah. Oh, Eric. Mm. Eric, Eric, Eric. Do you like Eric? I do. I always get a little frustrated sometimes with the way they like to write his character. Mm-hmm. But he is so interesting. And he is much smarter than what they let on because he'll have these moments of clarity and you just know. And I think Feeney sees it in him. Oh, but yeah, definitely. You, you just know that he is much more, he's more book smart, I guess, than what is portrayed a lot of times. He's mm-hmm. just a weird guy. And I, I do. I mean, I, I honestly think I like, which is kind of silly, but I think I like older Eric a little bit better. And I think it's because he's just so comfortable in being weird. He doesn't really Mm -hmm. care at a certain point. You know, he's bizarre, but it doesn't bother him because he spends so much of his beginning couple of seasons wanting to be popular and having girls like him and be part of the cool crowd and all of that. And then later, he he doesn't care. He's just, yeah. he's Eric. And I think that's part of why I like him is mm-hmm. because he's just found himself and he's comfortable with where he is. But yeah. I do love it when he has those moments that surprise you and you're just like, <laughs> oh, wow, he's, he's a lot smarter than you realize. And then as we will get into in Girl Meets World, his career choice is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just, I think what, okay, as a writer, what, I love Eric, I love his weirdness too. Like, I totally Mm -hmm. agree with you on everything. Yeah. But as a writer, when I saw, I remember, like, looking back and seeing the shift from, they made him this woman, trying to be, he really wasn't a womanizer. No, yeah. He wanted to be, but he was not. This womanizing teenager to this weird, goofy guy, and there wasn't much of a, like, the shift was so like that I'm like Mm what I know we're tv people but we need a little bit more of a change here Mm -hmm. why is he going from this part of himself to this part of himself Mm -hmm. give me give me a little bit more in the story I think that's what really annoys me Mm -hmm. because he is like he does display this this goodness in him in the first couple seasons you see this side of him, you see these good parts of him, even within his trying to be a womanizer. And then all of a sudden he just goes goofy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that quick switch that really just, I'm like, ah, wh- what happened? Mm-hmm. Where, where did Eric go? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't the original Eric. And, mm-hmm. and they did that with Corey too. I felt like they did it with both of them. So yes, I it might agree. just be the Matthews family. Cause you know, we're going to talk about Morgan in the next episode. And that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like your note here, though, about there's a theory that Eric changes because we see him through Corey's eyes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I read that in a couple of places where people, I'm assuming this is people on the internet just came up with this. Possibly. The idea was he's cooler when Corey is younger because that's how mm-hmm. Corey sees him. And then as Corey grows up, he starts to see maybe more of the real Eric. And so he's ah. not quite as cool because Corey is seeing him more as an equal as they grow up together but I don't know I thought it was interesting I don't know if I agree with it necessarily but I thought it was interesting who is a sibling Mm -hmm. I can see it 
because mm-hmm. I mean, I see my brother in my light and in how I see him. And then he sees me how he like in his opinion. So I, I get it. I can mm-hmm. see that Corey, Corey could have done that and they could have mm-hmm. kind of done that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are kind of the main ones from season one. We didn't talk about his parents or his little sister because really there's not much to talk about. Mm-mm. But season two comes around and we get two other characters kind of brought into the story as they move from their middle school, which I don't remember what the middle school's name is because they only were there for like a year. Yeah, and then no now they're at John Adams High School and they bring in a new teacher. Mm-hmm. Yay! Because originally, if you like when they first brought the first episode out, you're like, oh, Feeny must be gone because no one thinks, I mean, originally we probably didn't think Feeny was coming back. So they get this new cool teacher called Mr. Turner, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Turner. I do remember thinking he was attractive. He is. He Even is with the attractive. hair. I do not Even like his hair. hair. I don't like it either. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think he overshadowed Sean for me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I... I'm going to let, actually, I'm going to let you talk because I didn't put any of these notes in. Oh, yeah. I think I added everything. Yeah. So, so like you were saying, when he first comes up, he rides a motorcycle. He walks in and Corey actually thinks he's Harley, who we will be talking about in a second. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even realize he's a teacher because of the way he's dressed and acting. So he's mm-hmm. designated, obviously, as the cool teacher. So, of course, all the kids, well, Corey and Sean, we'll just say them in particular, like him so much better he's so much cooler than Feeny blah 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 but Mm -hmm. I do like Mr. Turner a lot I think he was a great addition so I think the best part is that he ends up being a really strong mentor in Sean's life Sean lives with him at one point in time so obviously they bond really well I don't like his ending which we will get into when we get to that season but I thought it was interesting. I found this fun fact that supposedly the network wanted them to add in Mr. Turner or a Mr. Not him specifically, but a character in his late twenties, early thirties, because friends was picking up momentum and they wanted to kind of compete with that. So to me, I think that's interesting because this is, I'm sorry, ABC, but this was clearly a teenager show. We don't care. I mean, the scene of the adults was nice. Don't get me wrong, because I really enjoy Mr. Turner and his character and everything he goes through. But mm-hmm. we are there to watch Corey and Sean and Topanga and all of their antics. I, we didn't need to compete with friends because we were not really on that friends level quite yet because no. we were still too young for that. But this was right in our wheelhouse. So I thought that was interesting how networks view things in their own silly ways. But we did get Mr. Turner out of it. So it is a we good did. Thing. He, he was a really good addition. Yeah, the competition for friends thing just doesn't make any sense unless they were trying to get, uh, I don't know, trying to get adults to also watch Boy Meets World. So they wanted to add in that 20s, 30s character to keep that going. But even then, you're not seeing much of Turner. He's teaching. Right. He's just all the things. I mean, they do add in, what is it, season three, They uh, his friend, Oh shoot! What is this t- teacher friend's name? Eli. Eli, thank you. Eli I don't know comes how I pulled in. It out. <laughs> thank you. Eli comes in mm-hmm. in season three and four as a film teacher, so you add another person in there. So that I just I wonder if they're trying to like draw a certain mm-hmm. certain crowd. Probably honestly, probably the original people who started with us, like the middle schoolers who started with Boy Meets World, was getting old enough to watch Friends. 
Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's them they were Maybe. trying to pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could that be. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Turner. Turner is that teacher that Mr. Feeney is all by the book. Yes. And Turner's that let's experiment. Mm-hmm. And Feeney hates it. <laughs> let's let's read X Men so they can understand the Odyssey. And so funny. I love it though. A documentary on sex and sex and now, love. Now that we'll get into. <laughs> That was maybe not the best decision, but the X-Men no, thing well, I thought was very smart to do yeah. as a comparison to the Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think Turner Turner was supposed to be that teacher that made the mistakes, that didn't, mm-hmm. that was inexperienced. He was newer at teaching and, and needed that kind of push and pull with Feeney other than just the kids, push and yeah. pull with Feeney. I can agree with that. Yeah. Okay, the last character we're going to talk about for season two that they pulled in was Harley Kiner. Oh, boy. Oh, Harley Kiner. He gives me a, oh, what's that 50 show? Oh, shoot. TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. And it's, it's, oh, Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah, with the. He gives me a Fonzie vibe. The cool vibe, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gives me that Fonzie vibe, except he's a bully. And I'm going to let you talk about your first little thing there because I think it's funny. <laughs> so I I just don't understand what they were doing with him. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. I probably should have tried to look this up a little bit more. But what in the heck is going on with Harley Kiner? Because he's in it, and I enjoy Harley Kiner. I think he's funny, even though he's a bully. Mm-hmm. But he's there, and then all of a sudden there's one episode – where he's replaced by another random actor. One season. No, he's literally one episode. I'm telling you. It is really? one episode. Yeah, because, season. no, I swear on my life. This you kid, keep, keep, yeah, you can double check for me, but I swear to you, this kid was in one episode, and that's the one where they get Sean to go up, go outside with them, and they're going to beat up Mr. Turner's bike. Oh, that's right. And then that kid is gone, and then the next reference to Harley is that he's at boot camp. And then when Harley does return again, it's the original Harley. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. But the the one, the random replacement actor, I'm sorry, whoever you are out there, but he was not a good replacement. He was not funny. He was just mean. And I, I did not enjoy his Harley performance. I think original Harley was much better at doing the cheesiness, which made him funny versus just straight up mean. But yeah, I don't understand what was happening. With this character. Yeah, yeah, I swear it's one episode. I swear to you. It is just one episode. See, I'm not crazy because I was like, uh, I forgot about it, right? When I was watching. He, sorry, he was gone a whole season. Yeah, he did disappear because he went to yeah. boot camp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they brought in a new, new character completely to replace him, which made more sense to me than the random actor being Harley for okay. no reason. So the reason that Harley was randomly taken out. Mm-hmm. His name, his real name is Danny McNulty. Okay. That's, that's the actor's name. According to McNulty, he had a bipolar breakdown while shooting the previous Aww. episodes. So the scriptwriter sent his character to reformatory school so mm-hmm. McNulty could recover. Once he recovered, Harley returned for one last appearance, um, explaining, explaining that his character had broken out of whatever school he was in. Oh, that's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, they did bring in that other guy for a little bit but yeah yeah that's why he had mm-hmm. he had a bipolar so there was a good reason for them there, to... there was a 
there was a good reason well, i much preferred that he went off to to be reformed versus let's bring in this other random person to pretend like nobody's noticing he looks completely different well and that was the episode that Corey got on the wrestling team is that the same episode that's i can't even keep all these straight honestly because the little guy what is frankie's friend's name joey the rat joey okay joey also <laughs> wanted to be on the wrestling team and yes and they competed that kid and that was like the whole did thing. that whole like after hours thing and mm-hmm. frankie's dad came around and feeney yelled at him and he was scared of feeney and it was hilarious because it's big wrestler that's right yes okay that's that episode <laughs> that's right i forgot that was there was a lot that happened in that yeah yeah a lot happened in that episode and then he disappeared and then frankie and joey were like lost for a little bit they mm-hmm. latched onto Corey for a little bit which, which was I strange hilarious. Mm-hmm. and then they got him off on their own ways and then harley randomly shows back up in like season four yeah whatever season it was i do i love harley too i mm-hmm. he he is an interesting character he is that classic bully they do redeem his character when you get into girl meets world which i find hopeful mm-hmm. not as realistic but hopeful <laughs> i mean yeah anywho Okay. Oh, next. There's so much we're talking about. I think I made this episode too long. When the spawn meets world, Hey Pixie Dusters, it's Sammy. Ashley and I were very enthusiastic about talking about Boy Meets World. So enthusiastic that our first episode ran about two hours. So we split it up to make it a little easier to listen to. This is part one. Make sure you check back with us on Friday when I'll be releasing part two. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.